We tried to do a live chat version um, of the DMT story, and it was horrible. I, I really can't, I don't know, I, I wasn't able to, to really focus on emotions and feelings when people were talking about other stuff. Like, I felt invalidated. So, we uh, we ended that one. We're going to put that at the end of this one because it was pretty bad. If you want to see me at my worst, that was definitely my worst. I kind of twisted off a little bit. So, I came back to do the little hiccup and journey thing that I had last night. It was a bad trip. What I had last night. But it wasn't a bad trip. It, actually, it was a very, very emotional experience last night. So we'll back up a little bit. Um, I don't know if you know what DMT is. I mean, it's a very powerful uh, psychedelic. It's, used, it's been used for recreation and it's been used to mostly for PTSD in the, in the most recent. It's been used in, in the 60s and 70s. They, they classified it as a kind of a psychedelic. I don't know if they should have, but... My experience has been the last three weeks been quite impressive. Uh, I was expecting some kind of a weird, you know, see Jesus you know, melt into the earth and yada yada yada. It wasn't anything like that. It, it, so I, I've been I've been using it in the vape form, and. Uh, it is it's experience. You, you kind of whack out a little bit. Uh, you go almost immediately to sleep after the third hit. You only sleep for 30, 45 minutes. But they've all been really positive until last night. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about last night. I'm just thinking about telling the story of I haven't really thought about it since I talked briefly about it this morning. I've tried not to think about it. Before. So that's the that's what I've been doing with DMT. Before I go any further, I, I've been working also a lot on my inner child. So we'll be talking about my inner child. I I call him Little Jeff. So, uh, last night I was, uh, a friend was trying mushrooms for the first time, so I was gonna, I did a couple with her and, uh, some mushrooms. It was all good. I was getting ready to go to bed. I took my RSO like I always do, the oil. I get to bed, I'm like, oh, shoot. I forgot it's my activity DMT. So I grabbed it. And it should be, I think it, last night was probably be my last night, but they have enough for one more night. So I grabbed it. I was in bed already. It was a little warm in the bedroom, so I had both air conditioners on. It was really cool. It was cooling down nice. It was really, my bed's so comfortable. Anyway, so I was just kind of, just kind of laying there and it was really comfortable. And I did my routine of DMT there. 
Went right to sleep. Just, I mean, just loaded down into sleeping bed. Just melted under those covers and that sheet. And that kind of that, that weighted blanket just held me like a little air conditioner blowing across the top of my head. It's fantastic. Then I woke up. I woke up in fear. Deep rooted, unsubstantiated fear. I'm talking like how to like I'm I'm a grown ass man, right? Fifty three years old, damn damn near fifty four years old. Grown ass. I've been in almost every declared I've been in every declared war, I think. Yeah, almost. Uh, almost every declared war since, since 2002 and I was cowered under my blanket last night afraid of the closet afraid of all the bed afraid of what was behind the door Fear of children. I was, I was no, no, I was afraid of children. Children like corn. Right, right, right. No, I, I was, I was, I was afraid like a kid would be afraid. A child. I don't know how long I laid there, cowering on that blanket, being afraid. But when it hit me that oh, these are childish fears. So when that hits. Then I'm like, okay, all right, that's a trip. This is the DMT. This is the mushrooms. All right, we would do this, but the fear is real. Even though I'm running a script that's calm, the fear is real. So I sit up in bed. Powerful. Helps. And I realize that's not me that's scared, it's still the kid. So I do minor child work. That minor child work has consisted of about a year and a half of developing this meditation where I just like teleport myself into this, into my bedroom. It's 10 years old, Houston Street in Sanger, Texas. Yeah, and I teleport myself there and little Jeff's there waiting for me every time. And we get up and go where we need to go. But that's, uh, that's it. So I did that. I just jumped right into that room. I sat down right beside him and said, what are you afraid of? I said, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of being alone. I'm just afraid of everything. And I was. I've always been afraid of most things. And then I realized what I was there for. Because when little Jeff was afraid, we would go into Sharon's closet. She had a big old, big old long, uh, oh, walk-in closet. And walk-in, the right side was kind of where daily clothes, the left side was all these long dresses. And on the left side, I'd get back in there, far back in there, behind the shoes and everything else I could. And then stay there for hours. I feel safe there. That hit me. 
of a safe place. A closet. Why am I afraid of that? My closet. It was like a boogeyman in my closet. That was, that was my safe place in that closet. So. What was it? Safety. Well, I couldn't get in my closet because there's a boogeyman in there. That's tough. Here I mean. So. I'm like, well, shit, I'm a grown ass man. I'm not afraid of nothing. I'll take care of it, Jeff. Well, let's be safe. Little Jeff. Be safe. You're safe with me. And then it hits. That's when it hit. I was replacing my safe place. For a year and a half. I've been going back to take care of little Jeff. I've been going back to, to the tune up. I finally made The goal was to save myself. The goal was to save little Jeff. There's a lot more work to do. That house. That kid. Not done yet. But that little that that's, that all took place last night over a three hour time period that being embedded in the dark and that fear and realization. And then you wake up straight to your, your grown ass dog, cop and squat pissing in your floor. So you really don't think about it the rest of the day. Until... Yeah. what to do with that I'm not sure how to move forward from that never felt safe yeah So back to my DMT. I haven't really been running trauma scripts since the first time I used them. I don't know if they're going to come back. I mean, I still overthink stuff a little bit. Not much. Let stuff go. So I probably have enough for tomorrow night. And then we start documenting and following how, how long it lasts. 
on the regular every every other night, just like I've been doing. Sure, how it goes. Everything happens is journey. So, go our memoirs. If we really want to. If we really want to get better, we we just got to get out of our comfort zone. We have to. We can't do anything like we've ever done it before. My on my meditation the other morning on the way to work, I was yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs, going on, my, on the motorcycle. 80 miles an hour. What came out of my mouth, I don't know. So I'm just yelling, screaming, and words come out. And I came out and said, Please, Lord, help me not to act in ways I've acted. That means loud to pay. And I'm like, Wait, wait. I've been always done shit in bad the past. Yeah, probably have. How would you know? So, I'm asking for help not to do the things I've ever done, but to do things differently I've ever done. Everything. Change everything. And document it all. You don't document it, you just... What do I do with a new safe place? What do I do with me being a new safe place? I don't know. I'm excited to find out. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go to bed. I'll put the, the, the horrible part of the podcast up back here. I say I, I mean the team. Yeah. Any questions about that stuff, guys? Not any direct questions. Any indirect questions? <laughs> you want to talk about any of that shit? I'm in the mood. So, what could a possible future safe place be? What would that. qualify? me uh, that's mm -hmm. the thing is I, I don't know i haven't had a safe place dude, since that closet i've been looking for a safe place i've been jumping from one thing to another trying to find a safe place the closet was my last safe place and that, that i got out of that closet i mean i came out of the closet man. but that ended when i went to do to work You go from the closet to the butcher shop. You grow up in a week. So, a safe place for women. And they were the most dangerous place for me to be, too. That's where I look for comfort. And that's what I mean, but I'm, I'm, I'm my safe place now, right? 
anybody or any place or anything to be safe. Right? Safe on my own. True. That's a big one for me. That's never, like I said, never been the case. Shirley, you got anything? Well, it seems like the house is your safe place now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the house that you built, so to speak. Yeah. I agree. I agree with Sayer. I agree with this house being the place where I developed it. Right. Oh, yeah. And this and this house provided the opportunity for me to do it too. I mean, from paying the bills for a year or whatever it was, right? Yeah. What do we do without trauma in the future, though? Live a better life. It's when you pursue your dreams. Yep. Because now the trauma is no longer holding you back from for sending them. True. That's what we're doing, right? Yes. We're doing mine. What about yours? I'm working on it. They overlap. They do overlap. Mine's in a waiting phase at the moment. <laughs> I might know something in August, but we'll see. <laughs> Hope we do. Let's hope we do. I mean, as long as you're taking steps towards something in a direction that you want to go, you're no longer living, you know, allowing the trauma to control you. I don't even think about it. So, you know, what's something weird, though? I'll admit this, over the last three weeks, with the, on the DMT stuff, I think about my ex more frequently, Karen, the last one, I think about her more frequently, it's not negative, I don't hyper think about it, it's not something like, that bitch, it's like, no, and just like, stuff, like weird stuff, and that's directly proportional with the DMT use, I just do it on Monday, think about it more on Tuesday. Do you think it has to do with her and who she was, or do you think it was just she was your last most stressful set of experiences? I think I'm rewriting the memories. So when I have, so I'm thinking about specific incidences with her, right? And and some are funny, and some are bad, and some are mean, and whatever. But but by the time I'm finished thinking about them, I'm just like that was fucking stupid. That's, that's like I'm letting shit go out, but like. All right, we're done with that one. That one's out. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're getting you're getting past all that stuff. It's great. A little closure, maybe on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But it's been, but it's it's directly proportional with the DMT use. And if and it happens only when I'm in my PPP, 
Because my PPP is different than my than the silent meditation. I haven't been doing the silent meditation. Right. Can you explain the PPP for people who don't know what that yeah, is? Yeah, oh, the uh, purposeful personal pondering, right? Personal purposeful pondering. It's the time that I have set aside every day to just think about shit in my life. Just, just ponder shit. And I, I can, I can ponder it while I play, while I play uh, iPad golf. I can ponder while I play Candy Crush or whatever. Or the game is of the week. You can do that, right? But I'd usually end up just putting the iPad down and go, oh yeah, that's right. Kind of look. Because that's when I've never done that in the past. And to ponder and to think about life and whatever. Beats a shit out of watching TV, which is what I've always done. I, when this turns on now, it's on Top Gear. The 24-7 Top Gear. <laughs> I love Top Gear. <laughs> it's the Albania edition. I know, I need to find that one. Yeah. I don't know what the future holds, right? But the anger, my anger issues are not there anymore. I mean, I don't saw a little bit of it tonight. There will always be a little bit of anger. <laughs> You're still human. <laughs> but fueled by, by trauma is completely different. Agreed. All right. Well, I think that's enough for tonight. Thank you guys for hanging in there and sticking around for part two. <laughs> Are you going to put these up or do you mean, what do you need me to do? I can do it. All right. So, uh, we'll see you. That'd be good. Night. Start playing on it.